Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman. I'm here today with the other host, Matt Basta, and we have a returning friend slash guest, Kier Harris. How you doing, Kier? Oh, I'm doing. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> How are you doing, Matt? I'm doing all right. Glad to hear it. Um, figured we'd start this episode off by saying a little announcement. I guess it's not really that important, but it is for if anybody is following our shit. On a previous episode, we announced Podmaster, our podcast hosting service. And after thinking about that name and coming to terms with the fact that there's already trademarks on it and it's just not going to work, we had to think of something else. Uh, do you want to talk about it a little, Matt? Yeah, um, we spitballed a lot of ideas. Most of them were from Bren and they were terrible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, we came up with Pinecast. Uh, Pinecast is, you know, it, it's got cast in the name. Um, and simple He's- rolls off the tongue a little bit. Um, and we could do some, we can do some good stuff with it. Um, it really is just a name. Uh, fundamentally, the service hasn't changed. We're not doing anything differently at all. So if you, if you signed up, you can still expect the same quality and the same sorts of features and, um, we're, we're the same people. So, yeah, well, there has been a pretty big feature change or just overall dashboard change since people, I don't know if anyone even signed up. Oh, but. no. <laughs> so that's the other thing. Um, you can request an invite, but we're not officially taking signups quite yet. Um, there's, there's still a few things that need to be ironed out, um, which you can keep track of if you go to our GitHub and look at the public beta milestone. Um, we're like 85% of the way there. Um, nice. Yeah, I have to tell listeners, like, it is slick as all hell. The, these analytics are gorgeous and so helpful. I just love the thing. So I think you guys will all really love it too. But yeah, so check it out. Pinecast.com. It's no longer podmaster.io. That has been officially slashed. Yeah. And we're, we're adding a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, I, I don't want to drone on about this for too long, but, um, like we use it, right? Like the whole point of us building it is for us to fundamentally use it and be our own customers. Uh, and honestly, like <laughs> you look at like Libsyn and Podbean and some of these other services and you wonder like, had they ever even logged into their own service? Because, you know, like <laughs> they, they could do better. <laughs> like it's 2015. Let's be honest. Yeah. I just think what they've already built, they're just like, eh, it works. And that's, <laughs> that's their attitude. <laughs> well, it's still standing. It might topple over at some point, but it works now. Uh, yeah. The, look, the, the, point is, the point is, Pinecast, stick it in your ears, type it in your Google box, uh, download all of it, that uh, stuff. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so, how about games? Have you guys been playing any games lately? How about you, Kier? Um, I've been playing a lot of Rocket League. Oh, awesome. Like, just, just a lot of Rocket League. Too much Rocket League. Can you explain it for any of our listeners who are not familiar with it? I've only seen footage. I've never got to play it yet. I intend on downloading it ASAP. So Rocket League is soccer, but instead of controlling humans, you control rocket cars and you have to try and not, you, you have a team of three or four, ideally. And you're trying to knock the ball into the opposing team's goal. 
but like you can do double jumps and aerial flips and shit and like if you <laughs> fire your nitrous while you're already airborne it like acts like your car is a rocket and it carries you in the direction in three dimensions that your nose is pointing so like you can do all these crazy acrobatics and have these awesome shots and like a lot of that stuff's really hard to pull off, but it's so satisfying the one in 100 times you do something crazy and awesome. Like, I, it's the perfect addiction for a video game, because when you succeed at it, it's like the best feeling ever. That's awesome. Yeah, no, just, it sounds like two simple ideas mashed together to make, like, an amazing just recipe for this epic game i definitely just seeing the the gameplay makes me want to play it it seems super addicting and fun well i mean i when i went into it i thought i was gonna hate it like i don't sports really i <laughs> i've never hit a pop fly into the end zone like i <laughs> i thought i wouldn't like it because i just don't like sports games and i mean i've vlogged something like 120 hours in the last two or three weeks it's fucking ridiculous <laughs> I, it's such a great game, and it's hard to tell just how fun it is without downloading it and playing it. All right, well, that I will definitely have to do that then. Plus, it's really fun to kick Kevin's ass at it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, he doesn't like a lot of us. Uh, a lot of us patrons on the attack play together all the time, and uh, we've been playing Rocket League the past month or so. And every now and then Kevin gets on and he plays, but he doesn't play as often as we do. So we're all getting better and better, and he's pretty much the same skill level when he hops back in because he doesn't play often enough. Yeah, that makes perfect sense because he's so damn busy. Well, oh man, this kind of segues perfectly. It's been a while since we talked to you in the Kier uh, universe. What's going on? I remember last listeners left off. You might be work uh going for like you're you were aspiring to be an intern at the attack. Well, I think we have some news to announce, don't we? Oh yeah, um I'm gonna be interning over there now. Like that's the thing. Dude, that's so cool. Like your dreams are coming true. Like I'm so glad to hear it. Congrats. Yeah, it uh it's still at the stage where it doesn't feel quite real, like it's actually happening. I think that'll change like once I get out there and settled in. But I mean I don't know, it was just it was crazy how uh it was crazy how that what the fuck is the word i'm looking for here i'm drawing a blank just how willing they were to listen to someone from the outside and be like oh yeah sure come on let's let's talk about it let's see what you can do for us and a lot of companies aren't like that and i think it says a lot about the environment that i'll be working in you know what i mean oh without a doubt i just think Everything about them just screams like they're the perfect company for like they're 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 laid back enough, but they also uh, care about the end result that they just want to really entertain people. And what they provide is like the most entertaining shit I can think of. Like every time I like the an, an episode of the attack is ending, I'm just like, God damn it! I just want more. It's so incredible. Right, and I mean. A large part of the reason that I want to be there in the first place is just, like, it's the only place that... I I know this before going into it, because whenever I went to talk to Yaniv in L.A. a couple... I guess it was about a week and a half ago, he basically just had me help them set up the show and do the fucking job for a day. And ever since I did that, I was just like, man, this this is what I want to fucking do with my life. And it's not... It's not going into a job that's 
it's not like I'm going there for the experience. Well, I am going there for the experience, but not to like get experience and then move on to somewhere else with that experience. It's not like I'm going there for money or recognition or anything like that. The only reason I want to be there is because I care about what they're doing and I want to help them make it better. Yeah, I just I think they're definitely going places uh, without a doubt. I th- the overwhelming support they've seen. I was even saying, I don't know if I mentioned it on an episode of our show or not, but they like earned so much in one night. There was like a donation war one episode where, uh, Shimokaji and some other guy was like just throwing like thousands of dollars at a time. Oh my god, that was the day that I was actually at the studio. Oh no shit, dude. I, yeah. They literally must have walked away with like close to 10 grand that night. Like, I don't know. It was like really insane how much money they made. It, it was, and I don't think any of them saw it coming. It was just really. It was fucking ridiculous. I can't even remember what the reason for it was. Like, there what was happened? no, I was in the chat and I just all of a sudden like someone started donating like, 200 bucks and they're like oh yeah we'll watch this and it was like 250 and then it was like oh yeah and it'd be like 300 and then it was like 500 and then like someone was like dropping like a thousand at a time and i was like this can't be real right now." oh my god it was ridiculous and that's what i mean they went through like so many different funds like how they have like joke funds like they kept reminding people they're like you do you do realize this isn't going to like a charity or anything this is just going to us doing our dumb shit and hopefully you guys enjoy it and there's like yeah these people are throwing money at you so (laughs) it was incredible that that just spoke so loudly to me i was just like i just can't wait to see the future of what these guys are doing it's just fucking amazing all right, and I guess I'm overdoing it. <laughs> Ideally, though, isn't that the form of content that we want to be producing? Like, instead of going through a publisher or something like that, you give out a little bit of it for free, and you say, Here this thing, here's this thing that we made. If you like it, you can help us continue making it. You know what I mean? It's like the, the funds that people are donating to it are going straight to making more of it happen better. Yeah, I think that's like a common kind of uh, formula for entertainment these days. Right, and I mean, that that's not necessarily buying equipment, which a lot of it is now, but it's also like making them have enough of an income to like hire people on so that they can be there all the time instead of doing shitty part-time jobs on the side and being run down and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like it's e- even even that money is going towards making the output better because those people are going to be happier and be a, they can afford to be there all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Uh, but like it, there's so much that goes into it. They're putting up new cameras in the band room and stuff like that. And like that equipment isn't cheap and the money needs to come from somewhere. But like it's, it's a really weird, it's a really weird form of entertainment because nothing like a streaming service like this has been done like if you if you went back five years and told someone that this kind of thing could even be done they would laugh at you you know yeah well now i guess i mean this isn't really news or anything but there's also youtube gaming in the mix uh do you foresee that like doing better than twitch I have no idea. It's the fucking Wild West right now. There's yeah. so much shit springing up left and right. It's like it's like when we didn't know if HD, DVD, or Blu-ray was going to be the one that won out. You know what I mean? Oh, dude, and I was the kid when it first happened. I'm like, oh, if, if I had money, I would invest all my shit in HD, DVD, because that's going to kick ass. And then, it, yeah. like, I'm glad I was I didn't have money, and I didn't do that. 
the the difference this time around is this is something that exists entirely on the internet. So you don't just have HD, DVD, and Blu-ray. You've got five thousand different things that are all vying to be the thing. So it's it's crazy how much stuff in that area is going on right now. And I don't know what the final form of entertainment in the digital space is going to look like, but it makes me excited. Yeah, but and then I guess it's also affecting our social lives in the sense that like malls and stuff are just going out of business. I don't know if you guys notice it where you guys are from, but in my area, like all the malls are just shutting down and I'm like, is this just because of online have you shopping. used Amazon? Well, of course. Uh, that's what I mean. But I'm thinking to myself, is that why all these are going away? Because well, it's like, I'd still like to be able to physically go shopping. You know, part of that is, what What do you, you know, let, let's say you go to a successful mall that isn't shutting down. What's there, right? You have all of these big name clothing stores. You have big name shoe stores, big name technology stores, big name department stores. Well, like, then you you also have like the the only tiny stores that exist are things that like sell sporting goods or like instruments or stuff that you have to check out in person in order to make the decision whether or not you want to purchase it. Exactly. And and well, what ends up happening is you end up with like a tenth of the mall dedicated to these small stores that you actually care about going to, right? And the rest of it's just like the fluffy stuff that you know moms go to to buy their back to school clothes. But that's not sustainable. You know, like why, why would you want to hang out at a mall if it's just the place that you go when you need clothes, right? Like 20 years ago, you would go to a mall and there was all sorts of different stores. It wasn't all the same big names. It wasn't, you know, like these really cliche teenage clothing brands that just hogged up 85% of the, the retail space, you know, which is a shame. Yeah. Well, I don't know what to say about it. It's just, it is what it is, I guess. Yeah. yeah it's it's a damn shame. <laughs> I guess, I don't know. I don't really go out to malls myself, so I'm not really going to miss them. But it is, it's a bummer. I miss Blockbuster, but you told me that's still a thing. It's kind of a thing, kind of. They're, I mean, they're still a company. I don't know what the fuck they do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, hmm. But anyway, uh, how about you, Matt? Have you played anything recently? Um, well, last time uh, I told you guys that I was playing Bitcoin Billionaire, and I'm still yeah. playing Bitcoin Billionaire. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm in hell, and um, not in the game, like literally. And I, I've probably watched close to a thousand uh, commercial advertisements. Um, it's really depressing. I, I'm I'm really wasting my life with this fucking game. Uh, I have been trying to spend some time uh, between working on Pinecast and working on the next episode of of Basticast to play some City Skylines. Um, there's updates and stuff, and like Windows 10 isn't a fan of it, so I, I'm I'm still trying to figure that out. But once I get that working, I'm gonna play some skitty, some City Skylines. Nice. Um, well, as for myself, I haven't played this game, but I've been scoping out this game hard, and I'm definitely intending on buying it. Hold on, let me send you guys a link. Uh, but the game's called Nowhere, and it's an indie game, and it's Nowhere, a psychedelic oh, wow. RPG, and it looks fucking incredible. What but, in uh, the it's, world? It's still in its early alpha stage, but, uh, it, 
aims to be a holistic first-person experience set within a myth, a mystic cosmos focusing on an emergent player-driven storytelling, strong social AI, and high replayability through the use of procedural content. Regard, it, it just looks ridiculous. There's lots of this just trippy-looking environments. All what sorts the of geometrical. fuck am I looking at? Exactly. And it looks... It, I don't really necessarily think there's a goal in the game. Like, yeah, there's no explicit goal or win state. It's more or less an experience that you transverse through this game. And they're, they have, like an intent for like their story arc that exists aims to explore human topics such as family, science, religion, politics, culture, and history, and just like shed light on all of those things in a really unique way. This game looks ridiculously unique and unlike anything I've ever heard of. So nowhere, a psychedelic RPG. I'm definitely intending on getting that. This game also seems like it's marijuana's best friend. And LSD. <laughs> I don't know if I could take LSD and play this game. It would freak me the fuck out. Your eyes would literally bleed. It already looks like you're on LSD. Yes. Looking at the screen. Exactly. And the art is just phenomenal, so I'm I'm stoked. Oh my. I'm watching the trailer on, on Patreon and holy crap. I need it. Where's where's this the trailer is just weird. It's, Um if you go to uh nowhere on Patreon right above the purchase section, there's a, a Vimeo. Also if anyone's interested, it's currently uh, priced at twenty-one bucks. Check it out. Uh, we'll have the link in the show notes. Is it available now? Uh, yes. Well, it's the alpha stage, so I, like they said, it's not like a there is no like win state. So I'm sure if you get it, there's probably going to be updates to it. Hmm. But yeah, it's definitely something I wanted to bring to our listeners' attention. Yeah, I'm looking at this video now. Like, this is riveting radio, by the way. <laughs> That's half of our podcast. Fast forwarding to gameplay. I don't want to hear these two people talking to me. It's sort of just like bits and pieces of of gameplay. And I I still don't understand it, but I'll take their word for it that it's it's good and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna play it probably sometime tonight, so I'll let you guys know. Alright, yeah, you you fill us in and, and tell us what the shit this is. <laughs> I'll give you a sober opinion and then maybe a not so sober opinion. Let okay. Alright. I have to know what's going on here. It looks it dude, it looks like one of my favorite games ever, uh Res for Dreamcast. It looks like a spiritual successor to Res. So but obviously different. Lots of differences. But I guess as far as the art style and how goddamn trippy it is. Yeah, I have to play this game. Yes. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know what it is about these fucking indie games lately that get me so excited, but I get more excited for indie shit now than I do for, like, the big blockbuster games. Oh, that's why I feel like that's one of the things that I like about our show. We try to really bring to our listeners' attention the indie games that are just up and coming. Like, this one, I think, is pretty goddamn new. Like, they only have 31 patrons, so... Go give them some support if you like it. Yeah, man. Uh, wow. I I don't even know what this game looks fucking insane. I it's and it, like there are some exceptions to that rule. Like I I really loved Shadow of Mordor. I was excited about that. Oh sure. Life is strange is like in this weird limbo between indie and blockbuster game, and I'm not sure which we really need to call it. But uh, Life is Strange is awesome. Yeah, I feel like it's just it's blockbuster on the sense of how like 
legendary it is. That game is going down in history. Like that isn't an a fucking amazing game. And I'm you've played it. Oh, I'm all the way caught up to. Oh my god, yeah. what the fuck? No, like, that, that that game just the, the I can't even. Five, like, well, don't get me wrong. This is all I'm gonna say, and I've splurged on this show too many times. But episode, the end of episode two, you're just gonna be like, I can't believe this is possible. The end of episode three, you're gonna be like, I can't believe that they were capable of doing this thing to me again, where I thought something was not possible. The end of episode four. The, the end of episode four, I lost my goddamn mind. I literally, I pooped my brains, and then I like. But at the start of episode four, that first big decision that they forced you to make, I like, I sat there staring at the screen for fifteen I, minutes, I dropped trying my to controller. figure out. I, I like, I had this inner argument with myself about what the morally correct thing to do was. Thank you. Because I had to, I had to make a decision, but I couldn't make myself. Make one if I didn't know it was the right one. Me too. And the thing about that is, I, as that happened to me, yes, I, I, we're not going to spoil anything, but it's a really heavy hitting decision. And all I have to say is the controller slid out of my hand, I like fell to the floor. My jaw was dropped. I was like, I never knew that in my lifetime I would be confronted with this decision, whether or not it's in a game like this is just you know, it didn't insane. feel like it was in a game. It, did it, it wasn't because I am so invested in these characters. I was like, this is goddamn like I am about to do this or I am not. And the the fact that it hits home so hard and kind of hits you outside of the game, it makes that decision mean more because you're like, I am it's almost like you're really making that decision about a real person. It it definitely that's I was in that situation. That's how I I play those games. I was totally invested. And I mean, I, I don't think this is giving away anything, but uh, the the way that I resolved the, the, the choice for myself was I eventually came to the conclusion that the person asking us to make this choice is not currently aware that we have magic time powers. So... Yeah, that could influence your decision one way or another. I'm we sure. we have this information, and we know that there's so, even a minute chance that we can fix everything. Yeah. Oh, man. Such an incredible game. Highly recommend. So, it's so good. Like, I can't... Every game that came out this year pales in comparison to that game. It's my absolute favorite. Me too, without a doubt. I've, and it's I love how it's actually episodic. I know tons of people have told me, like, oh, I'm waiting till it's all out. I'm like, more power to you. It's because it's too good not to play, like, immediately. But then waiting, the in-between time is just goddamn awful. Because the, they are known for, like, the most insane cliffhangers. It's, like, worse than any TV drama. I... I just I have to know how it ends now. Me too. I'm I'm still <laughs> But um yeah, I've been playing a lot of that as well. I just I can't get enough. Is Matt cool. dead? No, I'm not dead. Not Always. yet. Always. <laughs> I'm close. I'm I'm still tapping. Tapping away <laughs> at, at Bitcoin billionaire. Well, at the thing well, that's what I'm saying. If we're dying and stuff, do we wanna hop into I was walrus before we or do we have anything we wanna talk about before doing that? Let me look at. Let's let's go to the board. <laughs> let's go to the board. Um. Well, let's see. Ooh, we hit, here's we hit a, what everyone's playing. Uh, we hit podcast. Stick it in your ears. Uh, <laughs> here's something I can just mention in passing. I started editing a uh, best of the I was the walruses. So at the end of this year, I'm intending on putting out 
a, a series of episodes that's going to encompass the best rounds of the of the past years. I was the Walrus games, so we'll see if tonight makes it or not. Yeah, let's let's. Oh, jump tonight's in. making it. Oh, it's, it's a, <laughs> nice. It's a foregone conclusion. <laughs> All right. So let's see here. Should we flip a coin? Like, well, first of all, let me. Yeah. Um, Matt. Yeah. Do you want to judge or yes. do you want to participate? I'll judge. <laughs> okay. Okay. Then I'm screwed. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, here we don't go. Be, don't be so pessimistic. It'll be fine. Oh, uh, I'll try my best. But um, all right. I guess take your time and think of a category for us. Okay. Um, all right. What do you guys think of this one? So you're stranded on a desert island. How you got there, I, I don't know. You just sort of washed ashore. Um, and it is, it, it's the same island that Tom Hanks, uh, will eventually be stranded on. It's in the past. You were teleported to the past. Um, and you need to escape from this desert island. What is, well, I guess it's not really a, de- it's just an island. It's a small island. How do wait, you escape? Wait, we're both marooned on an island and in the past at the same time. Um, well, not together. You're, you're each on your own island. Um, because this is a hypothetical scenario. You're not going to be like, I'm going to kill Doug and then I'm going to hollow out his corpse and make a boat. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not, that's not a legitimate answer. Well, Damn I mean, it. There goes my I plan. guess it could be. <laughs> um but yeah so like you're not gonna be like oh yeah well tom hanks had a thing and and now i'm gonna use it just imagine that all right fine <laughs> for all intents and purposes is a different island right you're on an island and is in the middle of nowhere and there's no other people and you've got to get off the island how do you get off the island uh, um all right i have a couple questions I, yeah or maybe just one um are, are we like what What's on the island? Do do we have access to like build things, or is it just like a, a, a like a really shitty just palm trees and sand? Um, um there's like rocks and stuff, and like caves, and like some waterfalls, and like plants. Um, maybe some like small animals that you'd expect to find on on an island. But for instance, like my answer can't just be like an airplane. No. Oh damn it. I mean, it, if you can explain how you would procure an airplane, then maybe. Um, okay. Okay. Well, then that's all I needed. Do you have, right. do you have some wings and jet engines in your pockets? Uh, no, you, you, you don't have anything. You're, you're completely nude. What? Oh, come on now. Yeah. Well, maybe you, there's like some clothes, but like all the po- the bottoms of the pockets fell out. <laughs> okay. I think. You're probably not going to like my answer and probably disqualify me, but we'll just do it anyway. All right, we'll we'll go for it. Um, whenever you're ready, Kier, just let us know. Oh, I'm ready. I, okay, I thought okay. you were my, right, my bad. All right, three, two, one. Okay, I would find an abandoned submarine under the waterfall. <laughs> 
In, in all actuality, I would attempt to uh, construct a, a raft via Tom Hanks' method of escape, because it's the only thing I can foresee actually working in that situation. Yeah, besides just setting everything on fire. But All right, the thing maybe is, this was I've, just a bad question. <laughs> <laughs> that, it, it probably was. Don't worry, we can just start. I, I'm yeah, trying well, to start fresh. If you can't come up with a good answer, you blame the person asking the question for the, like the game's shitty. It's just the game. Yeah, like. no, this this is the game. I I was, because I, I was thinking of like answers that I would give, and I'd be like, I would burn some palm trees and melt the sand and make a glass boat. And then I was Whoa. thinking like, oh, I would I would dig a hole and mine some rocks and and fill up the ocean i don't know who knows See, this is why you should play i'm taking over the you judge. have more you have more skills than us apparently yeah. okay okay all right I'm, yeah this is actually a, a fair fight so kier versus matt um let's see here i need a category none of that bullshit that mark does i don't want to hear any of that no okay here we go if you were the size of let's see here a nickel what would uh your main weapon be main weapon like yeah what would you use to fend off the armies of ants exactly oh oh and it has to be like it can't just be like my miniature sword it's like i mean i'm, I'm assuming well, it has say, to be like an object that's now weapon sized because think about this okay. if you want miniature sword it, it'd have to be like one of those little spear things that you put in a drink uh like a i see Hmm. I already have an answer. Nickel sized. So like, like I guess the size I'll give of your you some, I'll give you a little. You're actually all right. If you ever, you're the size of a bottle of Claritin. This I don't I don't know how big the bottle of Claritin is. <laughs> give, I'm like, gonna say like two inches. Like the size of like a C battery. Is it bigger or smaller than a bread box? Who the fuck uses a bread box anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say, imagine uh. A, f- a whole dollar coin. I'm flat and round. <laughs> no, you don't have to be. I'm which size which whole US dollar coin? There's several, and they're different sizes. Oh, good point. Yeah, not the Sacagawea. Um, the old ass one. God damn. Um, let's see here. In in terms of battery sizes, what size battery am I? Batteries. Um. Triple A, double A. Okay, I'm gonna say you're okay. If you stack nine volts on top of each other, laying down, not like upwards, you'd be four nine volts on top of each other. Oh, okay. All right, that that gives me some. That clears clears it up a little bit. Um, I I also had a revelation while I was doing that. Like double A, triple A, C, D. Why the fuck not just A, B, and C or A, B, C, and D? Yeah. Makes no sense. Well, there were no. there were other batteries at one point, and then like everybody in the country was like, "Why we why do we need a battery that big?" And then they were like, "All right, well we'll just get rid of A." And then there was like a B battery, but everybody was like, "We don't need this one anymore," so they just stopped making it. I just wish they made car batteries look like little batteries. What? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. All right, but anyway, uh, all right. I wish so, I could just instead of changing my car battery, put like 600 double A's in there. Exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna put four thousand dollars worth of Duracells in there, and it's gonna jumpstart right up. That's, <laughs> oh, that's man. a terrible idea. Don't ever do that. And if you do do it, or know someone who has, uh, write to us uh, on the back of a fifty dollar bill, 
oh, and Jesus. mail it <laughs> every single episode. Every episode. <laughs> All right, so you've tried to describe our size in terms of currency, batteries. Uh, a bottle of pills. Bottle of pills. What kind of pills are we talking? It was clear. Like a, like a, like a like prescription a bottle, bottle of, of pills? That clears it up. Yeah, that's pretty much perfect. Yeah, prescription bot size bottle of pills. Okay. All right, well, I, I have my answer. Okay. Three, two, one, go. A modified Bic lighter that can shoot flames. Turn it up all the way. Kier? Kier, are you dead? I think he's oh, gone. Not I think he's nickel sized. Oh, we did. We didn't hear you oh, for wow. a little while. Oh shit! <laughs> um, he actually turned into a bottle of pills. <laughs> I was getting in character. Sorry. Um, a toothpick. Okay. I have I have a martial arts background. I could fuck up some ants with a toothpick. Okay. Let me think about this. Um, Matt, explain to me how this is a modified Bic. Like, I can imagine, like, the little mini lighter. Like, you got that going. Yeah, so imagine... that would still be, like, the size of your body, almost. Like, that's a pretty big thing. I mean, it wouldn't be like this. It'd be pretty freaking big. But, I mean, imagine, like, being able to wield that sort of power. So, like, I would go in there with maybe, like, a pair of tweezers or something. You know, some sort of tool that I could use. And I would crank it up. You know how they have, like, the little switches on the side that you can adjust how much comes out? Yeah. I would just go in there and just crank it up as much as I could. So it's just like shooting out like four or five inches, you know? And then I would somehow like either rip out the spring or something so that I could just sort of push it in and have it go, you know? All right. Now my... That seems really dangerous. I also think... It's my main weapon. It's a weapon. It's supposed to be dangerous. Do you have any pole vaulting experience, Kier? Pole vaulting? I can figure it out. It doesn't seem that hard. Okay, I'm just imagining the situation. Mini Kier with a toothpick versus Mini Matt with a, a lighter. Are we are we agreeing that like I, I weigh little enough that the toothpick can support my weight? Oh yeah, exactly. And so and same with Matt and the lighter what and whatnot. But uh, so he's just got this flame at you and it's just keeping you at a distance. And you have the stick, you're like, I want to stab you to death. I'm and burning his like, stick. Well, uh, if he if he's smart, he won't put the stick in the flame. So right. he's standing back. He could probably pole vault his ass over the flame and get to you. But I'm just thinking. Well, here's what I'm thinking. Like his lighter is heavier. It's more cumbersome. He's not going to turn as quickly as me. Exactly. So uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to start running counterclockwise. And as soon as he starts to follow me, I'm going to dart in the other direction and get him from behind. I I intend to sort of have like one end of the lighter on the ground. And I'm just sort of pivoting around with it. <laughs> Matt, you need like like a little thing of gas I mean, or something. In all honesty, in your... I could just hang back until it explodes and kills him. Like, oh yeah, it would get really, really hot. Okay, here wins this round. God damn it! <laughs> no, it's very true. I've, uh, don't do that, listener. Don't just hold a lighter for a very long time. It's not fun. Um, so that was that. Uh, I guess we're moving on to round two. Okay. I know, I'm thinking, my, my categories always suck. It's like, what weapon? Um, hmm. You're the size of a house. What is your main weapon? <laughs> <laughs> Trees, they're bigger toothpicks. What game show host uh, would you like to take the life of? Not kill, but I mean like... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
but you know, like pull sorry, some like Alex freaky Trebek Friday shit. To take your life. <laughs> now, are we are we only living like their game show life or like their IRL life as well? No, literally, I guess you live your life completely as you would, except when there are. When they are being, when the moon is full. <laughs> no, when they are being aired on, and they're, it's like live, and it's time to be shooting for the show. Like you are trans, transferred into their body, and you are just like the game. Oh fuck! Business. What if I'm driving? Uh, <laughs> you're. That's a great question, but it it's only while so. you sleep. Like when you sleep, you're just like, or maybe it's maybe it's like. Um, you being know, John Malkovich, and you just sort of like go into this weird tunnel, and then you're like the host of a game show. It's like, hey, I'm I'm Drew Carey. My answer to that is, everyone is at, you can just drive. Um, what's it called? You should just like drive on Copilot or whatever. But no, I've had my answer for a while. Okay, you we we're ready. All right, three, two, one, go. Wayne Carey, let's make a deal anyway. God damn it! Uh, you stole my Wayne, answer. No, you didn't. You said Wayne Brady, you said, right? Yeah, but... You said yeah. Wayne Brady, let's make a deal. I said Drew Carey, whose line is it anyway? Yeah. Oh, okay. See, that's It's not the, the only answer. Ah, oh, man, that that is a good one. Um, I would, like, I would amputate my left arm to be in a room with those four people doing comedy. Yeah. I would love to be Wayne Brady doing Let's Make a Deal, because I don't think anybody on the planet makes that volume of people happier in that short of an amount of time every single day <laughs> while literally hundreds of thousands of housewives watch on as they as they eat their breakfast <laughs> oh man this one's oh, tough oh my god this one's tough for me cuz i'm like thinking to myself who would i rather be I mean, yeah, you've but got you don't want to hang with Colin Mockery and Ryan Styles I on do. a regular basis I, no i definitely do so that's you're definitely i'm leaning in your favor but I mean, I guess, it's it's almost like uh, deep in my heart, I just want to be Chuck Woolery. No, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Both of you lose. I choose my own answer. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's like what oh, t- today we have a uh, a giant pinwheel, and uh, you have to do this miniature golf course, and uh, then you get to guess thirteen numbers, and uh, if you pick one lower than ten, you win a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> and just just the idea that you could walk into suburbia in the middle of the night and pleasure as many housewives as you wanted. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, somebody sees you at the grocery store, it's over. <laughs> you know, like, your shopping trip is done. Oh, I'm sorry I bumped into you. Wayne Brady? <laughs> oh, take me now. <gasps> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going with Wayne Brady. Yeah, I'm giving him this one. He, I bow <laughs> Oh man, it was like it's so. I was so flip floppy on that. I couldn't decide, but no, I I definitely was really picturing that whole scene, and I'm like, yep, Wayne Brady. Excellent. All right, well then, shit, we're up to round three. This is for the win. I'm really gonna Dig think deep. here. Search your soul. The question is within you. Come on, dig deep for this one. Uh, I'm trying. Like I'm thinking like outlandishly but it's hard you're thinking outlandishly i don't know is that right (laughs) it is just outlandish the way i'm thinking right now outlandishly that's hardly even a word it is definitely a word (laughs) (laughs) 
like using adjectives incorrectly. I guess that's an adverb, technically. Alright. What's your worst fears fear? My worst What's my, my worst, worst fears fear? fear? Yeah. What's the what is the thing that you are most frightened of, the most afraid of? What if the thing I'm most frightened of isn't a conscious ent- entity? Well, it has to be afraid of something. Hmm. If that thing that isn't a conscious entity was a conscious entity and it feared something, what is that? Probably fucking spiders, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, save it. Hold on. Because <laughs> that's like an auto win. Jesus. Oh, man. Hmm. That's a tough one. See? Outlandish. <laughs> um, oh, I, I think I've got something. How about you, Kier? I'm trying to think of something funny. Like, the only real, <laughs> the only real answer I have is, like, Rosie deep O'Donnell. and insightful or some shit like that. <laughs> we'll just go with my deep insightful thing and see if we can get some laughs out of it, I guess. All right, here we go, guys. Round three for the win. Your fears, fear. Uh, three, two, one. Go. Take turns with this one. All right. Driving on a highway in front of a cop that's filming an episode of Cops. What? What? (laughs) Yeah. You know that they're just, they're just (laughs) looking for someone to like fuck up, right? Like they're getting some sweet kickbacks for, for taking some perps down. You're going to get, you're going to get beaten. You're going to get chased. They're going to, they're going to egg you on. They're going to handcuff you on the side of the road. Oh my god, I did not you're see just, this. You're one just, you're just, you're just, yeah, wait, we need break, Pierre's answer. Right, break this right. down for me one okay, second, okay. real quick. All right, all right. What is your worst fear in this situation? <laughs> yes, please, literally. And what anything. is that fear and, afraid of? And literally anybody. If, if you are an alive human being right now, and you're not terrified of accidentally driving in front of a cop on a highway, and they've got that cameraman sitting in the passenger seat, waiting to jump out and, and get your ass on TV, you got nothing coming. I hear it. All right, we need we need an answer. But that's that's his worst fear. What's his worst fear's fear? No, that's my worst fear's fear. See, he's saying his worst fear is anybody. Doesn't matter what my worst fear is. That that is what <laughs> that is what if <laughs> I had a worst fear, had... that's what it would fear. Okay. Kier. <laughs> oh my god. What is this insightful? All right, so my my worst fear is probably death, and not like not like just death, but the concept that maybe there's nothing but oblivion after death. Yeah, I share that. <laughs> That's a sensible <laughs> worst fear, right? Yeah, but imagine you can't get a job, your kids don't respect you anymore, you've spent time in prison, you have to find a lawyer. I don't know, but at least that's something. At least that's an experience and not nothing. Your wife is embarrassed to be around you because you were on TV and all of her friends know. <laughs> so that, that oblivion is probably, a, that my worst fear is probably afraid of like everything, like anything that exists because it's, it intrinsically makes the thing that I'm afraid of not exist anymore. Wait, say that again? So the... That that would be the thing that I'm most afraid of, that there's just, like, yes. oblivion after you die. So if that oblivion had a consciousness and had to be afraid of something, it would probably be afraid of everything, because just the existence of anything makes it not exist. Holy shit. Yeah, that's fucking deep, I know. 
I'm just wrapping my mind around that. Or maybe that. just like scorpions or something. I don't know. They See, got a lot of legs. They can be poisonous. I like how outlandish your answer is, so I'm going with it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so you know what that word means. <laughs> I do. Very outlandish. No, I don't. He'll leave here and be like talking to his friends later tonight and be like, yeah, I met this girl the other day. She's got sensible teeth and a really fat smile. (laughs) He doesn't know how adjectives work. Not at all. But no, I felt like, I just, I don't understand Matt's, like Matt not having an initial fear was just confusing. That wasn't part of the question. Uh, you're right, but I feel like I don't. Th- it's I don't think I'm, I, I'm required to to have a. a you don't. You fear. don't have to. No, you're definitely. I. I, I mean, I don't. That, I don't think, I think it matters. I don't think it matters what your worst fear is. I mean, even if there is oblivion after death, the only thing worse than that is pissing away the time you've got left. And look at that. You're on cops. Everybody knows that you're that chump <laughs> that decided to drive on California 101 South at 7 Jeez. p.m. on a Wednesday. I thought this was going, look at that. You're listening to this stupid fucking show. Yeah. <laughs> you were just going to get some Arby's and, and look at you now. You're in state penitentiary, got some charges for assaulting an officer. There's video evidence. Next thing you oh. know, you're, you're, you're doing like 30 years. Well, listen, when an officer punches you in the head 30 times and you break his hand, you, you should really know better. Like, come on. Yeah, that's and all cool. you've got to look forward to is oblivion after death. <laughs> well, so apparently, the, uh, oblivion's <laughs> afraid of everything, and that it just makes sense. So that's the sensical answer. <laughs> I don't think that's a word. <laughs> I know. I'm just making shit up. Doug, Doug needs to like spend some time with a dictionary. Apparently, <laughs> very, bad. very badly. Spend some but, uh, time with I some guess... sick rhymes. Oh Jesus! But uh, that was a fun game. <laughs> And I win. I knew it. Yeah. I would celebrate if I hadn't already known it was going to happen. Oh, Jesus Christ. You're going to have to play Bran. He's our, like, reigning champ. He's, like, undefeated. All right. I can do that. Um, but anyway, I take I guess... Alex too. Alex, if you're listening to this, my eyes are on you. You're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna come into this podcast. You're gonna throw down. You're gonna throw down some words, some ideas, and none of them are gonna be better than mine. And you're gonna lose. And you're gonna have to deal with that. I'm thinking about having like a serious, like we might even like live stream it, like a, <laughs> like a like a I was walrus tournament where just like we get we get some really big names and like everyone has a lot of fun. But that's like way down the road. Yeah. No. For for all I know, uh, Alex will probably kick my ass. He's fucking great at that. Yeah. No. He's pretty goddamn good and like the fastest responses ever. But um, I guess that about does it for this episode. Is there anything you guys want to say before we wrap things up and do plugs? Yeah. Um. If you are a fan of Almost Better Than Dragons, uh, stay tuned. We are currently getting artwork done, and we're going to start recording very soon. I know we said that we we're going to launch the first week of September, but we're going to push that back probably until about the first week of October, uh, just to make time for all of the assets and things and, and get sort of a little bit of a backlog going and give me some time to edit it so it sounds nice and good and not just rush it out the door. Um, but stay tuned. Uh, AJ and I are going to be putting in something out soon for you guys to listen to in the interim, so stay subscribed and uh, get ready because it's going to be a real fucking blast. 
Yeah, I just updated my character sheet. I have a a, a unique name. I'm really excited, and I'm gonna be trying out the whole voice acting. Uh, you, that side is of gonna things. go so badly. I know. You, I, I'm gonna I've seen stick this idea. To it. It's it's oh god, this is gonna be I'm worse gonna than sick it. rhymes. Don't say it's it. not. Don't say don't worse say than sick rhymes. Uh, I, yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll 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 save it for. I'll let you guys uh, stew over this. I don't know. I still like sick rhymes, to be honest. Hell yeah. <laughs> but um, all right. Uh, I guess listeners, if you like our show, I don't know why. Whoa, whoa, uh, whoa! <laughs> no, okay. Why do I need to plug my shit? Oh, I of course. This is. No, well, you're like you're part of the family now. But no, go ahead. My bad. No, no, it's fine. Um, so I'm gonna start writing a weekly blog over on the Super Creative website at supercreative.tv, nice. where I like review games and do observational pop culture articles and stuff like that. Sort of like the ones that I did for Cracked. Um, go watch uh, The Attack at twitch.tv slash The Attack because it's awesome and you need it in your life. And my podcast is going to be starting soon. It's called Life in Overdrive. You can find all the info when it launches over on Twitter at, at Life in Overdrive. Awesome. Are you trying to be on our network? Am I trying to be on your network? Yes. I'm trying to be on your network. Awesome. That's what I thought. So if that's the case, do we want to like announce it or not really? Yeah, sure. Why not? I'm going to be on their network. Uh, the, all that stuff I said earlier, stick it in your ears, uh, download all of it. it. It was purely selfish because my stuff's probably going to be on there once I finally get it edited and ready to launch. So Yeah, there, yeah. yeah there's some episodes I'm really excited to hear, um, specifically ones you've talked about with like the guy who's an adventurer and all sorts of shit, and PDP Jake, so I'm pumped. Oh yeah, I can't. I can't wait to have it up because just like... Sitting and listening to some of these episodes, I get excited about it, and it makes me go, hey, I think we actually have something special here. Nice. Cool. Well, yeah, give us a rating and review on iTunes if you like the show. Check out our Facebook and Twitter. Get in touch with us if you want, and I guess we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. We'll miss you. Bye.